0: lead others, and never surrender. It is time to begin Seeking Excellence.
1: Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Seeking Excellence podcast. I am your host, Nathan Crankfield, and I'm joined today by the one, the only, Father Jonathan Meyer. Father Meyer, how are you?
2: It is a joy to be with you, Nathan, and I have not been on this amazing podcast in quite some time, so it is a joy to be back and to be with all my brothers and sisters that are seeking excellence in their lives.
1: It has been a long time, and uh, you've obviously gotten some upgrades. So I think, I don't know if it was the last one we did together, but maybe two ago where we had some serious microphone struggles, you were like in the back of a church but now you got a great setup, your lighting's looking good, you know, you got the mic, people could hear you. What yeah. I you mean, f-
2: last time I think there were actually just straight up insults on me about how horrible my <laughs> microphone sure. was.
1: So For I'm sure actually feeling
2: I'm feeling feeling the love right now. So thank you, brother.
1: I can't remember if it was our I think it was. I think it was our holy happy hour where somebody texted me afterwards, they were like, Did you just call a priest of a Jackass or something like that. It was so funny. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Well, that's great. So I'm glad we got to show the world that priests, too, can get roasted um, on whatever episode that was. But I'm glad that we don't have to do that today, because today we have some very exciting stuff to share. This is something that you've been doing for a few years now, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, no. I just started actually this past January
2: 1st. Oh, this, was 2021. 2021. this is 2021. This is the first one. I, I, should we tell them what we're talking about first? Or yes, should... let Okay. So this is called the it's called the push up challenge. And so you are right. I did I used to do a push up challenge with my my athletes. So I coached cross country and track at the public high school, and I used to do this as during the entire track season. So the whole idea is just one more. So we would start on day one of track season. And you had to do one push-up day two, two, three, four, five. And consecutively, and our track season was somewhere around like 80 days or so. So by the end of it was the idea that you would be able to do like 80 push-ups consecutively. And if you like hung with this, then we would, I would give you a free t-shirt. And um, so that was the original concept. And then this is taking it and just making it insane. So this challenge is doing one pushup on January 1st, two on January 2nd, three on January 3rd, four on January 4th, uh, all the way to to 365 on December 31st of this upcoming year. So like today, the the day that we're recording actually is the Feast of St. Andrew, November 30th. And today I will do 334 pushups before the day is over. And so this is, it's, it's, it's the, the total number is 66,795 pushups ups So like in one year, like if you just had to ask yourself right now, like, could you do 66,795 pushups in a year? And the answer to that question is like, it seems totally impossible, but I'm, I'm here to say that it is actually possible
1: and it'll like change your life. It's been crazy. It's been so, been so crazy. Good. That's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, no, it's so good. And I mean, as we're going into, we're going to do some podcasts that are very specific. Uh, this is one of them, uh, talking about the new year and, and going into the new year with momentum. Um, and, and just kind of setting some bold goals in that way but yeah it, it's so good to see the you know it's very uh one of the things i loved about dynamic catholic and, and matthew kelly is kind of that gradual increase and in improvement you know because i think that when it comes to seeking excellence so often people get overwhelmed by thinking like okay i have to be like investing 15 and tithing 10 and praying for an hour a day and working out you know for five, five yep. times a week yep. for an hour a day like doing all these things and it's it's a lot you know it is overwhelming But I always tell people, you know, to start small, to figure out which, which are, you know, to prioritize the ones that are bleeding the most and which ones are most important. So like, if you're not praying at all, right, like, don't worry about getting to the gym yet. Like you need to develop a prayer life and a prayer routine and, uh, you know, to work your way down, but this is a great way to introduce yourself to some activity, to some fitness, um, that I assume is, has a lot of other benefits as well when it comes to excellence. Yeah, no, it's, it has been a life-changing experience for me. And I like to,
2: I like challenges because they have a start and an end. And this clearly was a very long challenge, but what I have learned from it has has not just allowed me to do push-ups, but it really has changed my mindset on so many different aspects of life. Right. And uh, I'd like to talk about a few of those today with you, my bro.
1: Is that is that all good? I would love that. Before we dive into that, I just have a few like physical aspects questions that i want to know oh yeah because so yeah, like, it, it is it is crazy when you tell someone that you're
2: going to do 66 thousand 66,795 66 yeah. or that you're going to do 365 in one day and do that cons- like people so yeah go ahead ask some questions and then we'll talk about some of the the benefits or the graces that i've received from doing this go ahead
1: let's yeah we'll go surface and then we'll go we'll gradually go deeper but first i just want to know like when was i, I know you're you're an active man so like when was the first day like you experienced soreness like was there like a first time where you were like yeah. Oh crap, I'm sore today. It's when we got to about 70. Uh mm. that was when I
2: far I started actually like, it's like feeling the struggle. Uh was was when we got to 70 Around and March. yep, yep, yep. And uh I also got sick. Like I I was also I mm. had like a like a flu type thing and I remember just being like this is crazy. And that's when I actually made the first decision actually to cut it into two sets. Uh Instead of just cranking through all of them at the exact same
1: time. Wow. So that was going to be my next question. So, you are you people are able to break it up? It doesn't have to be yeah. just one shot. Yeah. I would assume I think that it's, gets pretty tough, even if you're pretty good at the end of the year, do 364 and then 365 the next day. That's just actually, so-
2: that's actually kind of like one of my goals with this upcoming year. Cause I'm going to try to do this like two years and I'm going to try to do this like with and learn some more things from it. But I think it's one of the great things we can learn about life that, like, you know, successful people learn how to break things into digestible parts. So how do we look at a big, huge project and just break it down to, into parts that are actually manageable? And so right. even like, like, you know, today I woke up and I have 334 pushups to do. So how do I break that into parts? Like right now I'm doing sets of 110. So I could just, I'm just, I'm just going to do three sets of 110. Uh, but I wouldn't be able to do that earlier in my life uh, earlier this year, but I can now. And, right. but nonetheless, like, yeah, that's substantial. So
1: you I said you, you, 110
2: you, is no joke. <laughs> so the ability to, to break things down in our life, and we need to be able to do that with everything, a- any project in your life, anything you want to write a book, you want to manage your finances. You want to build, like, it's all about doing things in, in, in steps and not right. being overwhelmed by, by the big project.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And then what was, I guess, you know, you just kind of referenced it a little bit, but how have you, how do you feel like it's really like transformed, like strength and all of that? Like, do you feel, are you like at your strongest or amongst your strongest? Like, do you feel like there's been Uh, a pretty like big, like physical transformation as well? Yeah. So this is where it gets a little bit awkward because I'm
2: a priest and no one ever (laughs) wants to like think about a priest and his biceps or his pecs. Uh, But I can tell you that the gains have been unreal. Like really (laughs) like. You were talking earlier before we started the video. You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do this in 2022, and I would encourage anybody that does this. So if you watch, like, if you go to YouTube and like look up push-up challenges, there were lots of push-up challenges during the quarantine. A lot right. of people were doing lots of crazy fitness push-up uh, and other type of challenges, and in all of those push-up challenges, like the the people are like measuring themselves, they're they're weighing themselves in. They're measuring. Right. And I would actually encourage anybody that does this challenge to do that because the gains are actually pretty crazy.
1: Right. And
2: I did not do that. And I took no pictures because that would be really awkward. <laughs> like who would I who would I share that picture with? Right. Like, you
1: know what I mean? Like Father hey-o,
2: Chase. Hey oh, hey here's uh Father here's Chase the, will
1: celebrate your gains with you. <laughs>
2: here, here's my side That's profile. That's what good brothers do. That's right. Good brothers' side celebrate profile. Games. Yeah here's my side profile with really good lighting. And, uh, yeah. So I think that, uh, I, I would encourage people to do it because I think it, I think you people will be blown away. And once again, it's gains in a way that we don't normally think. Um, because part of the, yeah, part of the aspect of this is that it, it really is the just one more mentality. Right. Um, so, so yeah. Other questions on, on that overall intro area.
1: Other no, things that, like, that was my last one. So let's talk about the, the just one more mentality. Okay, so the just let's one more, more on mentality
2: is is literally just the fact that like when we when we think about doing change in our life, it, if it is small incremental, but the the key is consistent. So I mean, like you just you talked earlier about, about prayer. Like if you want to pray for an hour, like that seems insane for someone, but if you just say you want to, I just want you to pray. Literally for thirty seconds, and then the next day I want you to pray for another thirty seconds, but no more than that. And then on day three, for a minute and thirty, and then for people would actually grow consistently in their prayer, and they would see like dramatic change over the long run. And I think like right. so often in our life, uh, I see this with running all the time. So as I said, I coach cross country track, like people show up on day one of cross-country practice or track practice, they're not in shape and they just start trying to to do what other people have been doing that had been in this for the long haul. And they get injured, they get shin splints uh, and they're, they're, they're just crushed. Right. So it's, it's just so it's, it's a simple, simple and actually really safe principle, very small, consistent change learns leads to long time gains. Yeah, I think very small, consistent change leads to long-term gains. And so it it really is about the consistency. So it is, it is an every day. I'm just doing one more push up, just one more. And if you think about that sense that it's also psychologically possible, like if I did 10 yesterday, why could I not do 11 today? Like what, what in my mind would make me think that I couldn't do 11 if I did 10 yesterday? Like nothing. Yeah. So it really is a, yeah, I mean, correct. I mean, I, there's no way that I, I, I could ever have cranked out a hundred pushups prior to this challenge. And now I can do three sets of 110 without, without even thinking about it. Right. So, yeah.
1: It's wild. It's really yeah. cool. I think one of the things, especially as we go into the new year, when people are making new year's resolutions or you're trying to change your life at any point is uh, you need a lot of humility. You know, I talk about this every time we're talking about setting goals and any any area of life is that you have to, like, really humbly take a look at yourself and say, where am I at right now? And where am I trying to go and draw a point or or create a route from where you are to where you want to be? But I think what a lot of people don't do, which you just referenced, you know, some of the athletes who come along and they want to be D1 out of the gate. Right. Yeah. Their sophomore year, they haven't worked out in three years and now they want to try to keep up with the fastest runners it's the same thing people do in the gym and you mentioned that it's both physical and psychological where you really struggle and can can fail because of that mentality right because of that pride that you have to come and say well i'm not going to just do one today i'm not going to just do the 30 seconds like i'm going to i'm going to crush it you know what i mean like i'm just going to do as many as i can and then you're sore on day 2 and then you stop <laughs> you know like you push through the soreness on day 2 and then you do it again and then day 3 you're like torn up and by day 5 you're done Yep, You know, instead yep. of just like sticking to the plan and being where you are now to be able to do three sets of 110, people just say, you know, they have so much pride and we have so much pride to say, I'm just going to go and do everything at once. You know, I talk about this in my approach to fitness all the time where I'm like, I know that I like bro lifting the most, right? So when I'm trying to get back into shape, I go and I lift first and then I gradually start introducing cardio and to start like restrict my diet a little bit more. But I'm like the first thing I just want to do what it, like is most natural and it's going to get me to go and give me to start like on this journey of improvement instead of trying to do everything at once. And it, what the problem is and the difficulty is you don't see the, the changes right away as you hope to. You know, this kind of like microwave uh, mentality that we often have where it's like, I just wanna you know feel better overnight. I wanna feel the gains, I wanna feel stronger overnight. But it takes a lot of patience and discipline and humility to say, I'm gonna wait till day 70 to actually feel like this is working. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah,
2: no, it's it, it's very, very true. And everybody's different as well, right? So I mean, for me, it was sure. around day seventy, but for someone, it may be on day ten. If, they, if they're doing zero pushups, I, you know, at that point, i But yeah, so it, it's in. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. Um, but yeah, I, I just think it's a phenomenal concept that we could like apply to every aspect of our life. Whatever I want to accomplish that seems unaccomplishable is 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 a lie. That's a lie. Anything is 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 accomplishable, right? With consistent short short short-term sacrifices like it's it's possible so absolutely uh, second thing is just like consistency so i started off i invite i challenged all my high school altar boys which i have like 60 and they all dropped off um the only people that are still in the challenge from january 1st uh is another priest friend of mine father jacob willig uh my priest friend of ours
1: a friend of hours, uh, of ours,
2: that's right your spiritual <laughs> your spiritual daddy that's my dude uh, and then uh, a deacon a permanent deacon who's 70 some years old and then uh, a good friend of mine and soccer coach uh, Nick Lawrence so like w- it, it's amazing cons- how important the consistency aspect is because what happens is this so the small incremental change so on day like when you get to like day 60 or day 70 and you skip one day And then you skip two days, like psychologically for me then to say, I need to now do 72 pushups. And the last time I did this was I did 69 or whatever. Like that is overwhelmingly. And what we found is that like guys who skipped more than one day would not be able to like come back. And so once they got past day two, they just, they just dropped. They're just done. They're done. And so I think it's just like, so the consistency part is actually more important than almost anything. And like, it goes back to that small, and I was, I will say this, like there were, there were days where I missed and I will tell you that like struggling, it it really did amaze me physically. Like what it meant when I would lose one day, like I would struggle more to crank out the last two or three than I ever had before because my body was actually not. It, it, it was, it was like, well, whoa, whoa, this isn't one more, this is three more. <laughs> right. You're cranking three more on my, this is, this doesn't work. It's too much. Right. But one more was possible, but three more was not possible. Isn't that interesting? Like it how is, our body works. It like is you crazy. Can, you can, you can, like, you can sneak one in, but sneaking in three or four, like that's terrible. I had to take off for COVID. I didn't say I had to, I took off for COVID. So I, I had COVID. Uh, I got immunity. You're and, um, I'm a survivor. And so I took off for those 10 days when I had to come back. I was, it, it was, it was really, really tough. <laughs> I bet. Uh, and, uh, but I mean, not that like, like, you know, I was, you know, but anyways, th- at that point we were just around two fifty, and, uh, but it was Dang. tough coming back in, uh, after 10 days, but thanks be to God. I did it because I'm still, I'm still in the game, still in the game and trying to crush it. I just got, uh, you know, 30 some days to
1: go. that's right and then you're doing it again so i guess you have 390
2: some days but january january 1st is going to be a piece of cake true true. yeah
1: yeah Yeah. i wonder if you'll regress like i wonder if you'll see some like loss of gains there for the first I few so. yeah. I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're happy to take that little break.
2: <laughs> I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing to sacrifice that
1: for the, for the sake of others. Amen. That's amazing. Yeah, no, I think it is, it is so important, uh, the commitment to consistency, because it, it is just so easy to just fall behind. It's kind of like the same mentality of the analogy. I always use like the cleaning your car um, when it comes to like confession, right? Like if you, if you kind of yeah. like have like your first mortal sin, you just go to confession, like, it's great to just like be like, I need to go immediately because it's so easy to let it's negative, true. you know what I mean? Just the same way that it's just the compound effect, right? Like the way that positive things compound on one another and you have that kind of momentum, you also can develop yep. that momentum in a negative way um and things that we shouldn't be doing and things that we should be avoiding. Um And it's, yeah, it's just so important for people to recognize that that's just like a reality and it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you Uh, you know, bad or anything to, to not, to recognize that. And like, accept that that's like a part of your life, you know, it's just like one of the rules we kind of play by as humans. So I think more people need to embrace that. And I think there's a lot of people out there probably like me that I I think that I really struggle with consistency. Part of that is traveling a lot. Part of that is just like big life changes, but part of it's just, it's just not one of my strengths on strength fighters. We did strength fighters at dynamic Catholic consistency this is the discipline with like my bottom, two of my bottom four, if I'm not mistaken. And so it's not a natural strength of mine. And so uh, things like this, you know, are really, really important. I've been really impressed. Emily's done um the Divine Intimacy. I don't know if you, are you familiar with that at no, all? No, I'm not. No. So it's I'm trying to remember who the author of it is. Here, let me look it up real quick. Divine Intimacy. And it's like a daily devotional, basically, um, written by uh father who is it uh father gabriel of saint mary magdalene and so it's this big like i mean it looks like a bible it's huge and uh it's it's super deep i forget i'm trying to remember the other book that he wrote because there's other another one that's really popular but um she's loved it and she's like i mean she's crushed it she's definitely fallen behind like you're saying and had that struggle of like man i have to catch up but she's done it every time and i'm like i can't believe that she's been able to do it you know i just like i'm so impressed by her by you by people who are consistent with those things i always tell people half jokingly that i'm like man i struggle with novenas you know <laughs> what i mean like your boy's not <laughs> i don't ever finish a novena in nine days let alone uh you know some of these longer things so i did do the 33 days of morning glory and i don't know how many days i missed and caught up on but i did finish it all time <laughs> in a 33 day, day span so so I, was, I would say that's one
2: of these things but so Like for you to say like, hey, consistency isn't one of my strengths. Okay. So like, if that's the case, what am I going to do to like try to train myself in consistency? Right. I think like this is, this is one of those like opportunities. Like this has the ability to train someone in consistency and to help them, uh, which I think is just like a a beautiful thing. Uh, So
1: yeah, just, yeah. Another area of struggle for me is procrastination. So two challenges. I'm kind of kind of doubled up here. I know uh, procrastination is a big part of it as well. Just like with yeah, anything, so, with prayer or with novenas, all of that correct. stuff. You know, like if you wait till the end of the day, it's probably probably ain't gonna happen. Correct that. That and uh, you just led into our third point
2: of my reflections on this. Is crazy. Is it's this? It, it is a teaching tool for anti-procrastination. So 300 push-ups before you go to bed ain't gonna happen. And if it does happen, it's going to be very painful. And so like, I just learned early on in this, in this challenge that like, if I break them up throughout the day, if I kill them in the morning, uh, it's a lot better than doing it all in the evening. And so I think Mm -hmm. that then spills into other aspects of our life. Like I just got to get it done now. If I think about it, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to I'm not going to put it off. I'm not going to put it off. Like there's been times where like literally I'm in my office. I think, I think about pushups and I just, I'm literally doing pushups in my office. And like one of my pair of staff members walks in and there's like, oh, there's crazy father Meyer doing his pushups, but (laughs) like, so good. I just last night was re-listening to Mel Robbins. If you've ever heard uh, her five second rule, oh yeah, which has been like a game changer for me in my life on not procrastinating acting now and not waiting and staying on top of it. So at a certain point I was doing uh, five sets of 60 and uh, I, I I would like set alarms to like remind myself, like when to just like drop to the ground and crank out these pushups. And I, that was a point where I was like, I don't want to endure a lot of pain. So I'd rather just do five sets of 60 than have to uh, deal with doing them in, in larger sets, but I'm now cranking out them in larger to. sets, which yeah. is easier in a certain sense. But anyways, I, yeah, I, I think get it done. Like so much of our life is about us just not acting. We, we, we choose to, to just remain comatose. We were and to fight slothfulness. Is, right. it, it, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: It is. Yeah. yeah. It's so important. And I think it's something that I've really learned as I've uh, kind of settled into life here in Denver is just like regaining my mornings back. And like not Oh, being no so bummed. good. Yeah, because it's so easy. You know, working from home, it's so easy. You can wake up at 830 and have a meeting at nine or 745, have a meeting at eight, whatever it is. But like getting myself and I'm not I'm not even where I want to be yet. But just waking up at 6am pretty consistently. Yep. And being able to get some prayer and reading time done. And then like anything I need to do if I need the podcast or if I want to go work out quick or if I want to do whatever between seven and eight. And then being able to start work at eight, you know, and like getting a great amount of work done by like four or five o'clock and then still being able to go to the gym, then not being stressed about making dinner. still being able to spend good quality time with Emily, you know, like it's amazing, but that's the exact same way. I mean, I think that's like a big anti-procrastination tool right there. It's just like waking up at a decent time so that you can get after it. So you can fit these things in your pushups, your reading,
2: your prayer. The morning Um, is the best time. The morning is the best time. I was just talking to a young man, a high school boy, the other day. And I just said, like, you have like one thing that if you can learn one thing right now, you can learn to go to bed on time. Yeah. Make sure that you get consistent sleep and you that you guard that. And then you get up and you crush it. Like yep. a key to successful people is getting consistent amount of sleep, going to bed on time and waking up and crushing it.
1: It Absolutely. is so key,
2: not sleeping with your phone. So you can sleep and all those things are like little tools that are just so huge in life. Yeah. And, uh, I know a lot of you probably listen to this on your phone. You might be listening to while you're in bed, turn it off, listen to us tomorrow, uh, <laughs> go to <sleep. laughs> and go to sleep. Like having like you, we, 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 your body cannot function and you can't be your best if you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of your body, best. I would like to talk about the fourth thing that I learned about this. Uh, from this challenge. Are you ready for this? The lies. Your body is a liar. Your body is a liar. Uh, so I'm I, like, we are told by our body, I'm tired. Not right now. I can't do this. I'll do it later. And like, it, it really is all lie. Right. Like it is so crazy. I mean, the lies that run through our heads. I mean, even just like getting out of bed in the morning, like this is like not about pushups, but getting out of bed in the morning. Like we don't like, Oh, I'm tired. Oh, it's warm. It's soft. Like, like, no, like we can do so much more than we could ever imagine. Absolutely. Um, Like, but we, we just say, I can't instead of saying I can, this is where like David Goggins, like just like blows my mind. And like all these great people out there, they're like testing the human body. Uh, which is like, like right. my, my fifth point is that the body is amazing. Like, you know, you, in the gym, we talk about like leg day and arm day. We only, we only do that because we, because we allow our body to lie to us. Right. Now we like the reality is, is that like, I'm cranking out at this point, 300 pushups every single day. Mm-hmm. I don't rest. There is no like leg day arm day. You, you just, you do it and your body adapts. Like, that's the thing that the, the like our body is so amazing. It's actually, it's actually been a like father Jacob Ridley and I were talking about like literally how powerful the body is and how amazing the body is. It makes it's like one more reason of just like the miracle of human life is clearly one of the reasons why like you should believe in God. Like the body is unbelievable. And it's Absolutely. not just like a strike of lightning on a pond that somehow then created uh, a tadpole and somehow I'm a tadpole. Like, No. The body is amazing. It was intended by God and it was created for resistance. It was created for struggle. It was created for challenge. And the more that we challenge it, the more that we push it, the more that our body responds. Right. But many of us never, ever, ever push our bodies. We, we never push them to a limit that we think that is actually impossible. And this challenge has been one of those challenges where I'm just like, I can't believe my body is doing this. Like it's really adapting. It's, it's powerful. It is. So the more we listen to the lies, the less that we will accomplish. And the reality is, is that our body is awesome.
1: It's crazy. That's <laughs> so cool. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's one of the things that really draws me to it because like I, I learned this uh, back in the day, you know, going to ranger school and doing those types of things when you just feel like you're on absolute E and you realize how much more is in there. Yeah. You know, much more you have in the reserves. Uh, it really is crazy. But I think, uh, That's something that really draws me to it is wanting to like relearn that, you know, because I think that it is, I mean, I had this experience, um, I think it was one, two years ago, around the same time, two years ago, I had been getting, I was like getting out of the army and I was like, you know what? I kind of took it pretty easy. My last like six to 12 months in the military. And I was just like, man, like I'm getting soft, you know, like, like physically soft, mentally soft. Like you just start to experience it and it's not fun. You know, like life's not fun when you're soft. It's not enjoyable at all. And it doesn't mean like, you know, you have to be callous and, and rude and mean hearted and all this stuff, but there's just something to toughness and, uh, you know, perseverance and grit, uh, that just makes life so much easier. And even it's just like the little things, you know, I, I always, I shared this, you know, on my like COVID reflection podcast when I was just low and struggling. And it's just like, man, like, I'm just so grateful to have that like inner grit that's been developed over the years to be able to deal with like the adversity that life throws your way. You know, because I think that so many people just we have so many people that we've been, uh, you know, coddled throughout our lives, like parents and and family members try to avoid hardship for us. That Then when we get hit inevitably by difficulty, we've never trained and disciplined ourselves. Nobody else has done it for us. um, We're we're poorly formed and we just crumble under this pressure that we face. And it's tragic. tragic Successful people. Such a big level do that.
2: Successful people and not just like financially. Successful people, spiritually, successful parents, successful grandparents, successful friends have the ability to endure suffering and endure trial. And it is exactly we, our body is, is we are a body soul composite. We are not angels. We are also not beasts. And the more that we are integrated with our body and that our body is being challenged, the more that we will also like spiritually grow, intellectually grow. It It is all interrelated. And yeah, I mean, I you was know, a collegiate athlete and I've been coaching for 11 years. And this challenge is is one of the craziest things I've ever done. But it's also like going back to like, like the, your body is amazing. I, I spoke to a friend of mine that actually we, ran in high school together. We actually both competed at the state cross-country meeting in Wisconsin, uh, went to Waukesha North high school. And he is now a personal trainer and runs a gym. And before I did this, this challenge, I contacted him. I was like, Dan, like, if I try this, like, am I going to hurt myself? Like, am, am I, is, this, is this possible? Like, is this possible? And right. he, he messaged me back and he said two things. Number one, he said, listen to your body. So yep. make sure that you're, if you get injured, rest. And the second thing that he just said, he said, make sure that you're doing proper form. Um, he said, besides that, go for it. And I think like, yeah, like, and I'll talk about that in just a little bit, but like the good proper technique, but like, listen to your body. Like, But, but he, he was just like, go for it. Like you can do this. And it's been amazing to see that. Yeah, no, it is possible. Like this can be done. Um, 66,795 pushups in a year. Like that's nuts. Uh, but yeah, but but most people would say, I I don't even want to challenge that. I I don't want to try that. And I would say, well, why would you not want to do that? (laughs) If if your body can do that, right? Like it's, 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 it's it's crazy. I I understand. Like, okay. So you're, you're saying that your body can do that, but you're never going to try it.
1: Right. Your
2: car has four wheel drive, but you're never going to use the four wheel drive. Yeah. You can go 65 miles on the high, on the highway, but you're going to choose to only go
1: 35 because right. it's easier to do that. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. The body is really one of the cl- clearest ways, if not the clearest way that I think we have, like it's so obvious to us that we have so much potential that we choose not to use. You know, like I yep. think like spiritually is a little bit more hidden, you know, like I think intellectually it's kind of, you, you can't like tangibly see and feel it, but like, you walk around the world today, and like, guaranteed, a majority of the people you see, um, you know, not not only are not like at their highest potential, right? Like not saying they're not LeBron James or like Usain Bolt, um, but they're not even like twenty five percent. Nope. Of nope. what their physical or health. Potential one of the be. one of the one of the common
2: phrases that that all of my athletes know is the forty sixty rule, which is that your body will start to tell you that you can't do anything else when you're, when you're only using 40% of your physical capacity, that there is another 60% that is untapped. And the more that we begin to understand that, that your body has 60% more capability that you just have not even tapped into because your body will start lying to you. It's the whole, it's all. And this is actually Mel Robbins. This is part of the, the, the five second rule, but that we have a, a brain that was created by a loving God who wants to protect us. So we literally are, we have this desire for comfort and to protect ourselves, but, but that's because we used to live in a world that was dangerous. We used to live right. in a world where like you could fall off a cliff or like a saber toothed tiger would come and kill you. Or like while you were, while you were hunting down your antelope to feed your family of 12 with uh, you right. might die. And then there would be no one to, to feed your family. Yeah. So there was this, we were created by a God who, who puts this this, this desire to protect and to be safe within ourselves. But now when we live in a world where all of our food comes in plastic to our house, we never challenge ourselves. Right. And because we never challenge ourselves, we never, we, we don't grow.
1: Yeah. And
2: if we're not doing it physically, we're, we're most likely not doing it spiritually, intellectually and everything else. And so it is all like, it's, it's beautifully related. So I'll just throw yeah. that at
1: you. No, absolutely. I think to to recognize that and to start to push yourself in that direction is is yeah. really life-changing to just see, you know what I mean? Like you are capable of so much more and it's really, really sad. I mean, it's like life's greatest tragedy, right? To just like get to the end of your life and realize you are capable of doing so much more yep. than you really were. But it's the same thing, you know, that we have, um, whether it be spiritually or financially or things like that, it's just instead of figuring out, you know, or, or saying like, I can't do this, figuring out how can I do this? And to say, you know, if my goal is to do 100 pushups or whatever it might be to say how can i break it down to about the day so i can accomplish it because i can definitely do 5 20 times you know at, at a minimum correct? um to, to get it done uh and set the alarms and do all these other things right to create an accountability partner and all these different things that can really help correct. you along the way instead of just saying no i can't i can't do it correct. So same, that's- you know, yeah we've been talking so much in financial these financial excellence podcasts have been coming out Uh, You know, one of my favorite things that I've learned from Robert Kiyosaki is instead of saying, I can't afford it to say, how can I afford it? And I think you can take that same mentality to like, right? Yeah. To say like, oh, okay, I I can't tie 10% right now, but how can I get to 10%, right? And to gradually increase it to these different things. But to take that mind, it's just, it's a growth mindset to say, you know, I am capable of doing this. But yeah, to realize that your body, it's the same thing for your capacity to do other things, right? Like I talk with people all the time about this. Um, you know, I have all these other young podcasters who have to take breaks every two months or they you know can only put out one or two a month and, and they're short episodes and these things. And I'm like, no, you just need to figure out like how can you incorporate into your time? How can I continue to fill myself, you know, with the grace of God to to stay connected to to the root, you know to be remain rooted, but also to have content to put out and like take in enough content that I have things that I'm digesting and processing and growing that I can then go and share with the world, right? Like it's not like a, You don't, like. I just can't stand the people all the time who are like, I just, I don't have time. I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. And it really, all of this, all these things, this approach, this mindset just infiltrates and will rot every area of your life. If you allow it to,
2: I'm just going to jump off here real quick. One of my, I love when people say they don't have time. I heard this great talk one time that whenever you say that change the words to blank is not a priority. Right. So I don't have time to call my mom. My mom is not a priority. I don't have time to work out. Health is not a priority. I don't have time to eat healthy food. My diet is not a priority. I don't have time to pray. God is not a priority. I don't have time to read a good book. My intellectual life is not a priority. When you begin to actually say it that way, now I don't have time to watch Netflix. Stupid television shows are not a priority. Amen. Right. (laughs) It's a good thing. (laughs) I don't have time to uh, lay around in bed all day and do nothing. Being a sloth is not a priority. Good. Good for you. That's fantastic. Like those, those are things that should not be a priority in your life. But when we really look at like the things that we make priorities, but when we begin to admit what's not a priority, my health, my body, uh, yeah, my financial uh, management. So. Those
1: are, those, I, I think it's a phenomenal way to look at life. So, yeah. 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 It's so, it's so big. I, I always try to correct friends and people who are close to me when they say things like that, right? Like, oh, we just didn't have time. You know, I catch myself doing it. You know, it'll be like, yeah. oh, I wanted to hang out with, you know, we wanted to get together, but we just didn't have time. It's like, no, we just chose not to. Correct. You know, like I have to recognize and look and say, you know, I, I had open evenings. I had open weekend times, you know, like I could have gotten breakfast. I could have done these things. And especially I think it, it becomes especially true for me when I go home. I see it really easily, you know, when I'm back in Pennsylvania, because I do have to make the choice. Am I going to just exhaust myself and like do breakfast, lunch and dinner with people every single day that I'm home for five days? Right. Or am I going to choose to rest? Am I going to choose to, um, you know, at least go to daily mass and then go out to breakfast with people or you know what I mean? To fit in right. the, the prayer time and exercise and all these things. And what I started to realize I like, Yeah, exactly. I get to choose and it, it's OK. Like, it's not bad. Right. Like, I think we feel so bad and we're, especially people pleasers, I think, really struggle with this to say, you know, like we were just too busy to like spend time with you. or I was just too busy. So I, I will even correct my family sometimes if I call him. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. It's been so long since we talked or whatever. It's like, oh, it's OK. I know you're really busy. And I'm like, I'm not that busy. You know, Like I, I, feel like I tell my family that all the time to be like, I'm not that busy, like I'm not too busy to talk with you once a week or once every other week or whatever it might be. You yeah. know, like we, we make, we, we, and it's, it's not, it's not that they're not a priority. It's just that I'm, I'm not prioritizing. Right. You know what I mean? Like my priorities are out of whack. Like I'm not yep. managing my time. My wrong. Priorities are out of whack. Yeah. Which yep. is why I apologize to people for that. You know, not, all, not as often as I should, but I think we ought to, right. Like we ought to take ownership for that and be like, yeah, you know, like it's not your fault. It's not that I'm too busy. Cause that's, it's such a thing. Like, Oh, it's like my least favorite thing about society today is this like addiction to saying I'm too busy. And that's what most people are going to say for this right? They won't want to take part in this is they, they don't want to experience the pain and the consistency and the discipline of it. So they say, Oh, I'm just too busy. I don't want, you know, I don't need another thing or whatever it might be. Like, it's so funny how we just use that. It's just like this band-aid for all excuses, right? Like it just, it covers up whatever weakness or actual excuse you have fears. You just be like, Oh no, I'm too busy. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And so you just constantly, people are just, everybody's so busy all the time. And it's like, you're really not. Look no, no, at your stream time and your Netflix time. Exactly. <laughs> you're not you know, busy, it's, so you're not,
2: it's so true. You're not it's so true. It's so true. It's crazy.
1: Oh yeah. my goodness. But going with that, uh, let's talk about the, the, um,
2: my sixth lesson. And we yes. talked about this a little bit earlier, but like anything you want to accomplish ha- can be broken down into manageable parts. And so just like, uh, one thing that we all learned is that, yeah, I'm not, I, I did have this thought that I was going to just like. I watched the guy who broke the world record for pushups and I was like, dude, I can do that. And um, (laughs) so I did have like, in my original mindset was the fact of like, okay, like I'm just going to keep just consecutively doing them. And then as I said, in March, I got sick. I was up into the seventies and I was experiencing some soreness and I decided to break it then into two. And then ultimately from there just kind of kept breaking things the most that I ever broke it up was into five sets of 60 when I got to 300 now I'm back into three sets, but nonetheless, it doesn't really matter, but it's just the fact of like in our lives, we can't be afraid to break things down. We have to break things down to manageable parts. Otherwise we give up. Right. So you got, you, you have an option, break it down to manageable parts or give up. So which one do you want to do? So I think breaking things down into manageable parts is a lot better than just giving up. And so Absolutely. the more that we have the ability to just look at anything that looks overwhelming and to simplify it, we're going to find ourselves to be successful. And right. uh, it's a great, great gift
1: uh, to I, do. I think that that segues into if we can jump. I I, I definitely want to hit seven, but into eight of uh, setting milestones and celebrating them. I oh my gosh! People yeah, don't realize how important that is. And I think you you hear people talk about this, or people you know, like guys like us going off about these things, discipline, and breaking things down, and like being hard on yourself. But like I'm all about some celebrations. Emily knows this. Like I'm like I was telling people, I'm like it's so dangerous for me to live so close to Chick Fil A because. When I get up at, at six o'clock in the morning, I go to confession and mass at six 30 and I go to confession. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm, I'm getting a Chick-fil-A sandwich on the way home, you know, not every yeah. time, but occasionally, you know, days where you're really yeah. tired or you really, like you do have to have some rewards and you have to enjoy life in the midst of all these things. Um, you it's have to obviously the, be careful to not overdo it, but you still do have to celebrate.
2: It's one of the beautiful things about, I think about our Catholic faith is that we celebrate yes. what we believe. Like people take for granted the fact that we celebrate Christmas because we're Catholic. Like, all of the secular people who are out there celebrating Christmas are doing so because of the Catholic church, because the Catholic church has a liturgical year and celebrates things annually. Like you celebrate what you believe. And so breaking this goal down to, okay, day 100 on day 100 on day 200 on whatever my 250, 300, I would send out like inspirational messages and to those who are still in the, in the challenge at those points. And like, be like, yo, Today's a day to go out, get some ice cream, make it happen. Let's go out to dinner because you have to celebrate or it's like, it's it's like the carrot at the end of the stick and in a certain sense. Like, what am I doing? Right. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I still in this? So that's why even like when I began the, the the challenge originally, just as a challenge for my track team, which was like the most that it ever was, was like 80 days was they all got a t-shirt and I was like, if, Hey, if you guys quit, if you guys quit on day 30, like you're not, you're not getting a t-shirt. And your name is, your name's on the back of the t-shirt. And so I'm right, taking your name off right. right. and you aren't going to be the t So yeah. How do we celebrate anything that we believe in? How do you celebrate your marriage? How do you celebrate yeah. your faith? Yeah. Yeah. Ha- and tangible ways are so key are so key. So, yeah. and then that the, the, uh, number seven was just getting people involved. Accountability is yes, huge. I mean, huge. as crazy as it is, like, when I get down, when I don't want to do my push-ups, and it's like nine o'clock at night and I have a set of a hundred to go, I'm like, uh, I better do them because Father Jacob will, will totally call me out <laughs>
1: right.
2: or Deacon Bob will, who's 70 some years old, will think that I'm a pansy. And um, <laughs> so it is, it is important to have accountability. Um, that's why I send emails to these guys as well. is right. just so that they know that someone else is out there. Someone else is, is, is engaged in the battle with you. You have someone to talk about it. So I, I, brought, I brought all the brothers together Um, maybe about a week and a half, two weeks ago. And we just like talked about, and that's where I came up with this this top 10 list uh, was actually from speaking with them and just sharing our, our struggles, but also the, the, the lessons that we've learned uh, by doing this. And it really was just a great opportunity just to like, to be bros and, uh, and to make it happen, but to, to clearly have at least one other person that you're accountable to, and that's accountable to you is uh is such a great grace and it, all the more like i mean like clearly on december 31st guess who i'm calling like on that day like i will be calling all of these guys the and uh yeah. yeah and being like yo bros like tomorrow one push-up
1: <laughs> all right <laughs> that's a big big change <laughs> drop a 364 from the set that's awesome yeah no it's so it's so huge and that's something that i want to do and and I'll, I'll talk about this maybe again at the end but Um, just encourage anybody who's listening to this that wants to take part in this to reach out to me because I'd love to set up a group. I'm trying to kind of thinking and discerning about how I want to go about doing that what kind of accountability we can have, whether it's a group text message or something like that. But um, definitely want to have a squad doing this next year. I'll definitely be reaching out to a few people one-on-one directly who are going to be mad at me for probably for challenging them to do this. Just like, I feel like anybody who you challenge to do Exodus 90, they're just always like, Oh my gosh, uh, Why would you ask me to do And then at the end of it, they're like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And
2: that's what, for me, like that's what the motive is. Right. If if I stop right now, that is so dumb. Like, (laughs) you know, stopping right now, like when you're 300 and, uh, yeah, it'd be totally, totally lame. Yeah. uh, When you're 334 days into this. Um, and then just two more things. Well, number one is technique. I spoke about that earlier with my friend Dan, um, but it's 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 just such it's it's a life lesson. So right off the bat, like I was watching some YouTube videos and like what's proper pushup technique. And so you if you did one really really bad pushup, like it's no big deal, right? But if you do mm-hmm. sixty six thousand seven hundred ninety five bad, bad pushups, ones. you're going to hurt yourself. Yep. But then begin to think about like all the, all the little things in our life that we often don't think about, like you add those up and you're going to hurt other people and you're going to hurt yourself. So this is true for the human body, but it's also true for like, how do I greet people? How do I treat other people? Like when I like multiply that by like by thousands, it really does matter. Like, Mm -hmm. what does it mean that like, if, if, if my prayer life is not good, but I multiply that by like thousands of days, like that's going to affect my relationship with God, like in in a, in a, in a really, really huge way. So like, what, what is my technique for everything? What's my technique for prayer? What's my technique? Um, I don't know how to say it, but like for everything in your life, you, you multiply that by thousands and it really does matter. I mean, like, I, I know this can sound like the crazy, crazy stuff, but like, the, the amount of time that is wasted in so many people's lives with things that really don't matter. Um, in, in a general sense, I'll just call that bad technique, but like when you multiply that by every day of your life, like the amount of time that's being wasted and that things that could be done that are not being done,
1: even just, but worrying. you're
2: ultimate. Yeah. You're ultimately hurting your potential. You're hurting. Uh, and also then the impact that you can make other people's lives. I mean, people make fun of me all the time. Cause I have all these like life hacks and all these things that I do to like figure out how to get things done quicker and faster and more efficiently and effectively. But like that then allows me those, those really good techniques on how I do things in my life actually then allow me to be more available and more accessible. Right. And so technique matters in life. It really, really does. Um, it does in the gym, but it, it does small things matter. Small things matter. Yeah. And then the last, the last thing was just like, this has given me a whole different understanding of time. Like the.